Well, it's our prep football preview, and I can't believe I'm saying it. August 21st is Nyman in the state of North Dakota. Then on August 28th, it's everybody else. Class A, Class AA, and AAA officially for games. We've already had a couple of modifications when it comes to schedules. The EDC and the WDA pretty much came on and said, hey, you know what? Let's limit travel. Let's limit as much of a, a bubble as we possibly can. So there's going to be no Bismarck Century versus South or Bismarck against a Fargo Davies games in the non-conference this year that's a change and also a change right off the bat for these schools in 3a you got to get ready for a conference game and with that being said we welcome fargo south head football coach tyler kozel into this uh a podcast and tyler first and foremost thank you very much we'll, we'll talk about the edc wda and starting with conference games right off the bat but i think just like everything else in sports i gotta ask how's your health how's your family and how are you doing with uh, this COVID 19 pandemic getting ready for a 2020 high school football season tyler first of all chase thanks for having me and i'm super excited to be having these interviews that we actually are getting forward to going forward with the football season um things are going great obviously uh end of the school year didn't wasn't the best uh situation for us losing some spring sports and things but uh, it's been a great summer we had a chance to get back to workout uh kids are staying healthy family staying healthy so um it's it's been going well right now as you take a look at some of these kids and the returners that you have coming back, um, Tyler, I'm guessing the one thing you're probably seeing from some of these guys is, hey, I actually get to see my friends again in a normal setting, and I'm not stuck with mom and dad and maybe a brother and sister in the house all day. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I, I know day one when we came back June 15th, uh, we had to keep our social distancing. <laughs> we wanted kids all six feet apart, but hadn't seen each other in a long time. So uh, it was cool for them to get back, and it's awesome for us to come see the kids on a daily basis um and the biggest thing is our kids realize that you can't take anything for granted right now the time we have uh we have to enjoy it as long as we can hopefully we have a full season um and our seniors can enjoy that senior year and get that experience of so friday night might look different but we we still can have that opportunity to be playing on these friday night lights once you get to August 28th here, Tyler, it's going to be different, obviously, I'm sure, for those in the stands and those on the field. When we talk about on the field, uh, how big is it to say, hey, right off the bat, it's a conference game, and as we know in high school football, your conference, region, district, section, however you call it, games are what really is the bread and butter to get you to a seed and potentially into the postseason. So instead of having maybe one or two non-conference games before you finally Granted, yes, they all count on your record, but as we know, losing or winning to Bismarck High is not going to give you the one or four seed in the postseason once it gets to that time of the year. So how big is it right off the bat to say, hey, we got a West Fargo, Davies North, we have a, a rival for our first game, but also it's a conference game to boot? Yeah, it's, it's extremely important that we try to get and We're kind of behind the eight ball with not having a full month of June and, and different restrictions, but... Uh, you just look at last year, we had five teams vying for, for the one seed at the last week of the season, and EDC is going to be deep again this year. So it's, it's going to be important to get off to a good start, and uh, that's the biggest thing where you got to try to get your installs in. What, what are you good at really early because you don't have those two games against the West region to kind of gauge kind of where you're at. So it's going to be very important to get off to a good start. And the one thing is we're all in the same boat, so uh, it's just uh, – 
We're going to earn our paychecks this year as coaches. <laughs> First game for the Bruins will be August 28th that Friday again at Fargo Shanley, then at home against the West Fargo Packers on September the 4th for their first two games. New schedule this year too, uh, Tyler, obviously with the no non-conference games and everything that's going on with COVID. As a coach, how do you go about it understanding that, yes, you're expecting to play on Friday, August 28th against Shanley, but that game potentially could be, get moved to later on in the season with the makeup game. So I, I know we always have heard the word fluid is very much in sports right now in day-to-day conversation, but how are you as a coaching staff uh, going to attack it with your players uh, this season, understanding that at any moment's notice, a game for a Friday night could be moved back a week or two uh, you know, down the road, so to speak, Tyler? Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. It's all day-to-day. So uh, we, we're going to prepare our kids the best we can um, going forward. Yeah, like you mentioned, opponent could switch on a dime. Uh, hopefully we don't have a whole lot out of, out of that happening, but um, we just have to have an, an open mind. Uh, obviously player safety is going to be our biggest thing going forward, but it's, it's going to be an interesting year in general. Uh, and, and the biggest thing is we're just trying to keep our principles simple. Uh, when we're, we're working our offense and defense. And so our kids can understand it and be feel comfortable playing on Friday night, whoever we're playing against. So, it's like I said, it's going to be it's going to be a wild year with with things that can change, but we just have to have, have an open mind and hey, we get to play a kids game, so it's awesome. I like what you said there. You get to play a kids game, which is ever so true, especially with what happened in the spring to a number of these student athletes and and just particular their spring sports. But I know the one thing that's new this year, Tyler, obviously is going to be COVID guidelines, and I'm sure you've had a number of Zoom meetings or conference calls or or chats with players, with with parents and school administration and your own coaches. So I guess when you are getting to your first official practice coming up here, Tyler, what's going to be different from you know a year ago to what you're going to be experiencing this year once you get to practices and games yeah that's that's the biggest thing it's it's going to be a definite different look with with all we've done uh, and luckily we've been able to run our camp since june 15th and have been doing pads or anything like that just uh kids have been working in pods we try to keep them about 15 so position groups we're going to switch our practice structure so they're they're with their offense or defense position coach and our other, uh, conversely, our if a kid's a DB and wide receiver, he's working with the wide receiver coach and he'll switch the DB later in practice, not the whole group going over there. So we're going to keep numbers small there, uh, sanitizing in between um, drills and anytime kids hit the pad, we got to sanitize it. So uh, it's, it's going to be a lot more work on our end and our manager's end to, to keep that going. But, um, we're kind of pretty well trained with what we've done. We found some things that work, don't work this summer. So it's kind of the new norm for us right now. The Fargo South Bruins coming off a 6-4 and four season from a year ago, made the quarterfinals and lost to Century out in the bowl. Again, we're talking with Tyler Kozel here, Bruins head coach. And Tyler, when you take a look at your team, I know I look back on a two-deep roster. I think it was against the West Fargo Packers in mid-September last year, and I just started highlighting the guys you have back. And I tell you what, from at least that game, there's more guys not highlighted than highlighted. And there was a big senior class for your club last year with a, a Carlos Leyes Valencia was one a Mesqua on the line, a Robert Leslie. I mean, you can look at, at your lineup, and that's part of football. Every year you have a new team. But with that being said, you also still have some pretty good talent uh, returning here in some spots, Tyler. Yeah, definitely. We we lost a, a senior class that played a lot of football for us, uh, names that have been on our roster for, 
for a couple of years, playing some minutes at a time. But uh, we've had some guys that are going to step up this year. You're not going to know their names going into the season, but you definitely will at the end. Uh, they've they've played a lot of football on the JV level, getting themselves ready for that next step. Uh, they've had a great summer. Um, there's going to be some names that will pop off the page right away that uh, that had played sparingly in the past, but we're really excited for them going in, into the fall. I think one of those names that a lot of people are going to know just because he's a commit to the green and gold on the north side of Fargo for North Dakota State, that's Sibumana Enoch. Uh, All-state defensive back of last year. I know you used him in a multiple ways offensively. What does he return alongside in your backfield with a quarterback in Peyton Kessel? How can that be a one-two dynamic punch just to start there for your club, Tyler? Oh, that, that's huge. I, I know having Enoch back, uh, he's been starting since he's a sophomore and he's He's only gotten bigger, faster, and stronger since last year. Understands the playbook in and out. So uh, he's going to be huge for us. Uh, obviously, teams are going to key on him. Uh, Peyton has matured a lot more from last year. Uh, we're really excited about him being able to manage games, get the ball out uh, to some of our playmakers on the outside. Uh, one one athlete that i got to mention, too, is Bakar Fula. He kind of got buried in the backfield a little bit because we had so much talent there last year, but he still ran for, I think, right around 400 yards on the season. Uh, he'll have a big senior season. He's, he looks really good right now. And we'll have a brand-new core of receivers on the outside, and you'll get to know some of those names as we go because they're, they run really good routes. They'll get open, make catches. So uh, we feel pretty confident uh, going in on the offense side of the ball. Three guys up front played a lot of football for us. So, um, again, you might not know the names right now, but we'll have some, some kids towards the end of the year that people have to worry about. I always uh, think of Fargo South, Tyler, and just looking at how long of a history that Fargo South Bruin football has. There's quite a tradition, obviously, at Fargo South, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think they've uh, the Bruins have made at least the quarterfinals of their respective class every year since '96. And you just start you just start looking at the tradition, and people obviously know some of the recent ones, the Ty Brooks, the James Johannessons, obviously, just because of what they've done over the years at North Dakota State and UND. Then there's other guys that I haven't even mentioned in the last four or five years that have gone on to play college athletics. What is it about Fargo South Bruin tradition that just seems like every year there's this squad that has a chance to continue to make the playoffs, Tyler? Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing, and that was the allure for taking the job, too, uh, I'm going on year four now. That's just that tradition, and uh, kids want to be successful. We we talk about it all the time in our school, just strive for excellence. So that's one of the things with our, our student body, that they they want to be successful, and they know the tradition in football. So our kids kind of have that in the back of their mind when we're at practice and things are starting to get hard, and they got to push through and go. So uh, we talk about it, too, with whatever number they have. You never know when that person from – 10, 15, 20, 30 years, years ago was playing or up in the stands watching you play, they're going to watch your number and see how you're reacting, see how you're playing on the field. So it's, uh, it's awesome to have that tradition and, and build off of, and um, we're, we're very fortunate for that, and our kids really take it to heart. When I look at 3A football the last couple of years, I notice a theme, which is a senior quarterback with a lot of dudes up front. Andy Gravdo with the West Fargo Packers a couple of years ago, state champs. Bismarck High with Will Madler, a state champs. Cade Feeney, Bismarck Century, again, senior quarterback, state champs. Uh, if I take your squad out of it, Tyler, who might be one or two teams across the state that you see as an early favorite to possibly you know, uh, be crowned a champion in 3A football that might vie for that if I take your club out? here tyler yeah one of the biggest things that's 
uh, you had to throw in the current champs. So uh, Bismarck Center, they return, uh, I think, their whole entire offensive defensive line pretty much. They just rolled guys through there. And they'll lose a couple skill kids. The running back comes back. But they'll be tough to beat. It'll be tough to knock off. And then you look out here in the east with, with Cheyenne, too, two-time defending EDC champs. They got a good squad coming back as well, but as as you know, it's uh, going to be a very interesting year with how we're we're going. So you got to get your club prepared early on. You got to win some early games because it could be interesting as the year shakes out with playoff races. If you lock or drop one, one or two early, getting back and jockeying for position is going to be the biggest thing. But I think top to bottom, the both leagues in the EDC and the WDA are going to be very competitive, and uh, we're excited for a fun year. Final thing for you, Tyler, before you let you go, and I'm sure you've probably been asked this a whole lot. Can I come to the football game, meaning mom and dad, brother and sister, aunt and uncle, uh, when fans do get in the stands, and I understand it's still a couple weeks down the road, so things could potentially change for the worse or better, which however you see it. But uh, can mom and dad just come to the game? Can brother and sisters? Can uh, the the uh, you know a 30-plus-year-old uh, cousin come to the game? Who can all come to these football games, Tyler, once you get to Friday Night Lights? That's that's the thing that's still in the talks right now. Um, from the sounds of it, it's going to be a district by district decision. But I know that we are leaning more so towards having fans in there. It's going to be a limited number, but we want to have have people there. Obviously, we're going to be safe with how we do it and how many people are allowed in. But that's our goal. I mean, the kids want to play in front of their 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 parents, their grandparents, family, friends, student body. So that's ultimately a goal for us to have. But there's a lot that's uh, going to be weighing into that decision in the next couple of weeks. So, fingers crossed, we'll we'll be able to have you at a couple of games and have have fans in the stands and try to get back to what we've had in years past. Hey Tyler, you can put me anywhere as long as I'm there covering football. I, I don't, it doesn't matter, okay? So I, yeah. I, I appreciate that because if that means I'm there, that means you're there, and that means your students yep. are there playing football, which is obviously the silver outlining when it comes to this uh, fall. Tyler, uh, thank you very much for taking time talking a little Bruin football, and hopefully we'll see you down the line at a football stadium, uh, you know, in the Red River Valley near you soon. Okay? I sure hope so too. So thanks for having me again.